0: Welcome to the Fat Stacks podcast. Today, I want to talk about incremental revenue for content sites. All right, most sites, especially content sites, are going to have one or two sources that generate the lion's share of the revenue, and many sites leave it at that. Okay, but there are many opportunities to top that up a little bit, and it's what I call incremental revenue. And and the key to doing well with incremental revenue is is avoiding cannibalization uh your existing revenue right so let's say uh a lot of publishers just use the adsense network slap up the adsense ads and call it a day okay i think most of those sites are missing out on significant revenue opportunities okay so for my niche sites I own several of them, and and, and a few earn quite a bit from display ads, is I will monetize with Ezoic Ad Network, and I use their premium ads program, and I use header bidding and a bunch of other ad networks, and it split tests everything. And so that is my main bread and butter ad source. But it's not the only one on my site. I actually add additional. Now, here's the thing. A lot of ad networks, not AdSense, they won't tell you anything, uh, to, they, they won't tie your hands about saying you to, shouldn't do, use other networks. They don't care. Uh, but some ad networks are, are going to say, listen, you should only use us. Don't use anything else. Just use us. And it's a little bit scary because you think, oh, okay, well, if I use something else, I might compromise the whole thing. It's nonsense. All right. Seriously, like if you have a really good other opportunity, like do it, test it. Right, test it. If if it hurts the ad network, your main network revenue, then then drop it. But at least try it. Don't just take them a face value. Okay, seriously, because they're gonna tell you that. Like for instance, I use a and it earns the lion's share of my revenue. But I also use a Playbuzz video ad on my site. Ezoic doesn't offer a video ad, and the Playbuzz video ad is an awesome earner. And there is no way that that. PlayBuzz ad is hurting the Ezoic ad revenue. And if it is even a little bit, it's nowhere near what the PlayBuzz video ad earns. So I'm not giving it up. You can tell me all you want. I don't give that up. Okay, So that's just one example. In fact, video ads in general Let's just kick off there, okay? One of the best ways you can add really good incremental revenue to your to your content site is to use uh, a video ad on your site. Now, most of these days will default to silent. It's annoying. You go to CNN, right? You put on, you get some blaring ad on the thing, and you got to scramble look to. Deposit, pause it, turn it off. It, that's annoying. I would not put that on my site because I think it's really annoying. Uh, so it's silent by default, but it will autoplay. And there's a little sticky version in the corner. These things earn a lot of money. So if you don't have a video ad, find one, get it on your site. All right. Some networks require a certain amount of page visas, so, but some some won't. They're, they pay really well. They're worth using. The other the other uh, consideration is uh, like. The approach to incremental revenue is going to depend on how you primarily monetize, right? Like for me, it's mostly display ads via Zoic right now. But if you uh, do mostly affiliate marketing, right, you're going to think long and hard about whether you want to add incremental revenue to your site because you could impact your affiliate revenue, right? Like if you put ads on a page that earns a lot from affiliate links, somebody clicks on an ad is somebody's not going to click on that link and you're going to earn a lot less from an ad click than you will from uh, an affiliate click and then they purchase something so this is something to keep in mind but here here's the thing a lot of affiliate sites they earn very well and they're they're great sites but there's probably a lot of content on those sites that don't really earn that much from affiliate promotions Right? So those may be good candidate pages for display ads. And then the pages that earn really well from the affiliate links don't put any ads on there at all, right? And then, So the, the ad-supported pages, that's where you can add additional incremental revenue options that I'm going to discuss. So I've already covered the video ad. You've got to check it out. you got to try it because they can earn a lot of money. The next one is... Um, Email newsletter ads. All right, now it's not for everyone, and it depends if you have an email newsletter, and you usually need quite a big subscribership in order to get approved for this, but... in a lot of niches, email newsletters are almost pretty much useless. You're not you're not going to earn a lot of money. There's not much you can really promote because your audience is, is general and broad and open rates may not great. But you run the email newsletter anyway just because it's nice to be able to send traffic back to your site. Uh, once in a while, there may be a promotion. You know, Black Friday, send out the links for uh, merchants and so forth. So, so there are some benefits, and, and it could be worth it. Okay, so let's say you have one of these email lists that just don't don't really make a whole lot of money. You could actually put ads in, in these with specific ad networks that focus and provide ads for email newsletters. And one's called Power Inbox. It's the one I use. And Please, if you use AdSense or ad networks, don't put those ads in an email newsletter. That is against our terms of service. Don't do it. You need to get in with the ad network specifically geared toward providing ads for newsletters. All right. So, this could be a nice uh, incremental uh, source of revenue. And actually, if you build out a whole bunch of uh, email newsletters and put it in a sequence, uh, then every new subscriber just gets these, and they're all loaded up with ads. You actually can create a nice a nice passive recurring revenue stream from those ads, and that's exactly what I do. Now, there are some things, uh, some ad networks that I consider secondary, okay? And these are sometimes worth testing because they might actually generate a nice little additional revenue stream. And one uh, the the prime one that comes to mind for me is media.net. I've used them on and off over the years. I made a lot of money with them. The reason I like them is their ads look really good, right? They they focus on these ads that look like these menu blocks and they actually look really good and people click them. Your your revenue per click is going to be a lot lower than from an AdSense ad or from a header bidding outfit generally. But these ads look good and they don't really look like ads. And so I think there actually can be a nice addition to a website. Uh, I actually incorporate them in my whole uh, Ezoic setup with the mediation, so I'm actually running them they just have to win the bid uh, so anyways if you're if you're looking for an additional uh, secondary ad network media.net's not bad there could be some others out there something like info links is another option i don't particularly like them i never made any money with them they're the ones that will uh underline words keywords and articles and then if somebody clicks it clicks one of those uh you you earn some money it's usually not very much the the problem with Media.net these days though is when they when they launched they did so back when AdSense had a three or a five ad limit per page. Uh, These days, AdSense lifted that limit, and now the rule basically is don't have more ads than than there is real estate. So don't let the ads take up more than 50% of the space uh, on your screen at any given time or your entire page. And so uh, MediaNet filled that gap. It allowed you to add more ads, especially if you had longer content, so that worked for me. But now AdSense is basically like go to town. Right and outfits like Ezoic are basically telling you go to town, load them up, we'll split tests we'll, we'll, we'll earn you the, the maximum amount of money just by showing the right right ads. so uh, media.net I don't, I don't I, they're still around, they're still doing well but uh, it, there's less of a reason to use them right now ok, the next up would be widget ads uh, what's, what's a widget ad? Uh, let's say for instance you uh, want to put polls or surveys or quizzes on your site there are some poll Uh, uh, widget providers Uh, opinion stage is one that I've used a lot over the years that you can put on your site and if if you if you have a decent amount of traffic, you can actually get in with their monetization program. So the actual widget, when on your site, will have a, a display ad underneath, and you need to do a revenue share with Opinion Stage. Uh, these can earn okay money. You need a ton of traffic for it, and you need to deploy a lot of these widgets on your site. But uh, if you get something that goes viral, or you, you just put it on every page of your site, these things can earn. A, a, they can earn pretty good money. It's incremental, right? let me tell you about incremental uh it adds, it can add up it's it's not it's not designed to be your bread and butter but you you put a few incremental revenue sources on it and well you get an extra 500 bucks a month you get an extra 700 dollars a month it kind of depends how much money you're already making uh but you know it's it can be some extra money and that can be used to pay for more content or put in your pocket and so forth so so you have to have realistic expect, expectations here Another uh, option for incremental revenue would be some AdSense offerings. One I particularly like are the AdSense matched units. Now, I'm using AZOIC and I've I've integrated them with my AdSense account, so I just let Ezoic, if if AdSense wins the bid, they display and so forth, so I don't worry about it. But if you're not with Ezoic uh, and you're with another ad network where they just display banner ads, uh, you can use AdSense matched units. You have to qualify. You need a fair amount of traffic to, to be permitted to get one of those in your AdSense account. but basically they're like this big grid of related articles on your site and then three of the eight in that grid will be ads and what i'm really amazed about i like it because it's great for user experience i get to have a you know related articles you may enjoy grid provided by adsense so it loads really fast and doesn't it's not a plugin but i'm amazed at how much these things earn uh, people actually click the ads, which, which baffled me. Uh, the, the, these can earn really well, so so I like them. They earn well, and plus they're a great resource for readers uh, on my sites. Another option is what called exit intent ads, and these are ads. Um, what what is it? Um, Spotify, I believe. Uh, Boy, i got to check that out. Anyways, if you type into Google exit intent ads, there's a number of networks that offer these. And basically what what they work like when a visitor moves the cursor over to the browser, uh, up pops it's it's kind of you're showing with your mouse that it's an intention to leave the site and an ad will pop up. And these are kind of cool because it's a pop up, which is annoying, but you, the visitor is about to leave anyway, <laughs> so you don't really lose anything. They don't pay a whole lot, but it can be a nice way to sort of add some some monetization uh, you know, at, at the end. Uh, I've seen them on some pretty top-tier publications, and uh, they actually look quite good. I, uh, it it kind of depends on the outfit you use, but there, there are several networks that offer these, so check them out. And a related type uh, ad that you can use are what are called in-image ads. Uh, GumGum offers these, and basically they overlay a banner image on top of images uh, 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 on any given page. And uh, these can actually pay quite well. But I caution you, if you use a lot of images, you have to get them to limit the number of ads that they put on a page. Because let's say you have 12 images on a page. Uh, If you don't put any sort of restrictions on it, you're going to your visitors can get an ad on every image and that that looks bad i've seen it and i don't like it it's way too much right i, I will restrict it to one per page maybe two and that's it and and the, the this ad revenue can actually add up to be pretty substantial they're pretty effective ads and so if you if you're looking for another incremental option that that could be a good option and yet another one is native ads this is well basically we, we're down to uh, one one well, two cho—let's say two choices, really, uh, Taboola and Taboola and Taboola, really, because they merge with Outbrain. So, basically, you want native ads. A lot of the other outfits aren't really around, as far as I know. They they may be around, but I don't know. I don't know if they're relevant. But basically, your best choice would be the Taboola ad grids. They have this infinite scroll thing now. I would not put that on my site. I find that just extremely annoying, and I don't know how much it makes, but like. Visitors can't get to the bottom of your site. What if they want to reach your contact uh, info or their about page? You know, these are footer links that I put. They never get there because the tabula thing just scrolls and scrolls and scrolls. So uh, you can put just like a, a regular, more of a, a static uh, tabula grid of uh, other content you might be interested in or so something. Now, Outbrain still might have its own. I, I've just read that the, the companies merged, so I'm not sure if they're going to keep the two brands separate or if they're going to merge it into one. I'm not sure, but the, the Outbrain and Taboola offer the native ads. The other native ad is Amazon. Actually, Amazon has native ad grid. Uh, basically, it operates like these are affiliate links. You put them at the bottom of your site, and these could be quite good, too, especially if your, your site focuses on products and so forth Uh, and and i I use the uh, amazon native ad i like it i think it looks good Uh, it's really relevant it's amazing if an article is about a particular product line or something like that i mean it it shows very relevant products so amazon's pretty slick with that another option uh one i've done uh wow, two times in my entire life, and that is self-sponsored posts. Some websites sell tons of these, and they charge huge bucks, and in fact, it's their main revenue strategy. Uh, for me, it's never worked out. I. I don't know why I think it's the niches I'm probably in I don't really try I don't hustle I'm not looking to sell them but you can sell like dedicated posts to companies brands and then provide the article and it's it's kind of like a info slash promotional article about the product or whatever and uh, you do have to you know note at the top it's a sponsored post which basically says yeah we were paid to put this here and so forth and then they get links to the to the merchant and so forth so basically you're selling a blog post it's called a sponsored post the, 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 the price that you can show charge for this can depend on many many factors the niche really does matter actually quite a bit I think Uh, but also of course your traffic your audience engagement what other channels you can promote this post to if you have a huge Instagram following you might be able to tie in a a couple Instagram posts into the price uh, and and charge more and so on and so forth so basically you can do direct ad sales uh, with with merchants and brands within the space. Another option, uh, if if you mostly use this plan, is you can use something called Skimlinks. Basically, Skimlinks, uh, you apply, you get an account, you have access to roughly 20,000 merchants as an affiliate, which is really cool because you don't have to apply individually. You just get in and you you have access to being an affiliate for pretty much every major online merchant out there, which I really like. I'm in Skimlinks and I use, I use them. I don't deploy them across my entire site uh, because I don't want to turn every link into an affiliate link. But I do use Skimlinks strategically that you can actually create individual URLs, uh, like to uh, custom URLs on a merchant site and create an affiliate link for that. So when I need that for any number of merchants, I can do that, and uh, I find that really useful. So for that reason, I like Skimlinks. CPA offers, this This used to be a huge industry, but I think they're pretty much kind of dying out now. Uh, Purefly was, was a big outfit, and they recently just closed their doors. So I, I don't really know how relevant this is. I don't use any CPA offers anymore. Basically, they were sort of like these ads you send people to these landers, and they just provide their email information to get, like, entered into some sweepstake for some free gift card or something like that they used to be popular people used to buy into them and, and would would click and fill in their info but i, I think people are have been just got sick and tired of this stuff over the years and they don't bother anymore so i don't think they're very effective uh as i mentioned with the sponsor posts, you can sell social media sponsor posts like on instagram if you have a big following you can do that uh, i'm not i'm not an influencer i i do some of my new sites are on, on Instagram, they're not like massive accounts, so I don't really do this. You know, these selling the sponsored stuff, you actually got to kind of hustle out and, and let brands know in your space that you have these opportunities. You can't just sort of expect that they're going to come contact you and be like, Hey, we'll give you five thousand bucks to get a post on your Instagram and, and on your blog. This is not going to happen. you you actually if you're really going to scale this up big time and you've got a big, big site with a big audience, you're probably going to want to hire a salesperson to go out and do this. But if you do make the sales, these, these can be very lucrative. I mean, if you sold one a week, and I've heard of sponsor posts going for five, ten thousand dollars 10000 So you sell a handful of those a month, that that can be a significant revenue stream. In fact, it can go from incremental to main revenue stream. So that, that's pretty much a wrap one other thing is you you can use uh, various uh, plugins like Appies for Amazon images I use this I use uh, Amazon uh, inserted images plugin it's a I think there's a free one I'm not sure but you do got to pay it's not very expensive I love it because I can quickly insert Amazon images directly in my posts uh, sometimes I'll mention you know click the image to uh, visit Amazon learn more about the product. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I just want the image there because it's a good image that, that is uh, helpful with the article. So actually it, it, it's a fantastic plugin that I use daily and it can also add incremental uh, revenue just because the images are linked to the Amazon product with an affiliate link. So that's pretty nice. And people click images like crazy. So it's actually, it's a good affiliate tip is uh, make your images uh link to something relevant uh, like a merchant with an affiliate link because they do get clicked and people will go there and buy. So. When it comes to incremental revenue, really have realistic expectations. I mean, you're not going to have a home run. Maybe you will. Maybe you get into the sponsored posts uh, gambit and you start selling tons of them. Well, that's great, right? But really, generally, for most of the the methods I've set out here today, they are going to be very incremental. They might add you know twenty dollars a month to it. it might add a hundred. It kind of depends already how big your site is, but. Uh, really have realistic expectations. Uh, try to avoid cannibalization. It's 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 very difficult to track for this because, you know, if if are if your bread and butter source, your big revenue source, goes down, do you know for sure it's because you added incremental revenue, or is it another reason? Is it just because uh, ad rates went down for the week, or whatever? It's hard to know for sure. But if you see a massive drop. It could be because you've you've cannibalized that revenue source. So you can test by removing that incremental you added, and then see what happens. Uh, I track all changes I make, like in this ongoing sheet. I just I, I call it just like a timeline of changes. And every time I do something somewhat significant, like add a new ad network or make some make big change, I just, I just note it down and I note the date so I can go back and look at and see like then I can look at like timelines and analytics and, and revenue screens and and, and note Okay, oh, well, look at that. Okay, well, there was a big traffic change there. Did I do anything around that time that might have contributed to that? So it's a good practice to to keep track of any sort of changes you make to a site for that reason. Uh, Start slow, uh, but you may want to move some of the incremental ad revenue uh, winners up the food chain, right? Like, let's say you put a... Well, a video ad on your site. And let's say you don't want to make it sticky because, well, you have a sticky anchor on the mobile and you also have a floating uh, in-screen on your desktop and you just don't want to make it sticky. But you notice that, wow, it's earning a lot of money. And then you you, you ask your video ad provider, well, do, do they typically earn more when, they, when you make them sticky? Well, they'll tell you, obviously, yeah, they earn a lot more. And I can tell you from experience they earn a lot more. Uh, so then you're like, well, okay, well, the ad, re- ad revenue is great. Let's make, let's make it sticky. And then you make it sticky, and then all of a sudden you've like, doubled or tripled that ad revenue from that video. So you can start slow, not so aggressive, and if you see good results, move them up the food chain, give them more premium spots, do more of them, and see how it goes. Do keep user experience in mind. I, I, I mean, I'm pretty aggressive with ads, and I deploy a, a variety of different ads on my sites. But there comes a point where it gets ridiculous. Like, I won't put prestitials on my site. You know, the big. As soon as they visit a site, it's like this big screen fills up and says, "You know, there's a countdown. Continue to site in six seconds or something." I find those really annoying. I don't even visit sites that have those. I, I just find them really annoying, and I won't put them on my sites. I won't have video ads where there's sound by default. There are certain limits that I have. Uh, I I visit my site a lot, and I recommend you do too, uh, on mobile and on desktop, to just sort of see what the user experience is. You, you might be surprised. You might be like, ooh, that's... I didn't want that many ads on there. Or you might be like, oh, I think I've got space for more. So definitely check check out your sites. Try incremental revenue. You might be pleasantly surprised. It's a good way to test to see if there are better opportunities out there as well. Thanks for listening.